0: Testing, testing, one, two, well, hello, hi, hey, hi, hey, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hello, my wonderful, beautiful people, my name is Jonathan Garano, and welcome to another episode of Spill the Fuh. Now, if you're watching the video podcast right now, uh, my feet are up in the air, I am and I don't even know if that's a word, I'm just all over the chair right now I'm moving around I'm fidgeting That's the word I am fidgeting All over the chair I'm like falling But I'm not falling Um, The wires are mixed up I'm a little antsy I feel like as if I need to Do you ever feel Okay first off We have a guest today We have a fucking guest today Which is a really good thing Because that means I opened up my laptop I plugged in my hard drive I clicked on the folder That said podcast And I said Jonathan you can no longer be lazy. It's time to be productive. It's time to put these interviews out to the world, and I'm so fucking excited to tell you about this person. I'm enamored. I'm enamored by her. Uh, she inspires me and motivates me every single day. Uh, her name is Caitlin Allen. The one thing though is that she doesn't spell her name C A I T L I Y N. She spells it C A I T L I N. Like, what's wrong with you, Caitlin? Like, I love you, but what is wrong with you? C-A-I-T-L-I-N is not aesthetically pleasing at all. It's like Jeffrey with a J, okay? doesn't look good. It's like Jonathan with an H after O. Who does that? I mean, listen, it's not her fault. It's her parents' fault, obviously. Um, but they raised a good one. They didn't spell her name correctly but they raised a good one. If you're new here, what basically happens is um, usually I do like a podcast by myself, or if not, you know, for the first five to seven minutes, I talk to y'all for a second. I give a little updates. I do some like administrative stuff. And then we just jump into the interview after I introduce her, of course. Um, What was I saying? Oh, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. I feel so constricted. I've been trying to do the splits all morning, can't do the splits. I woke up this morning, I said, Jonathan, wait a second, I want to be flexible. I feel as if I need to take out the bones of my body, you know, let it, let it get out of my skin, somehow everything gets cracked and torn into little p- bits of pieces and then reattached and then goes back into my body. Does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know. I just hope I can do the splits by the end of the year. That's my new goal in life is to do the splits by the end of the year. Because when I'm 90 years old, you know what? No, when I'm 91 years old, okay, I want to be a flexible old man. I want to be able to get on my tippy toes, touch the sky, then go down, touch my toes, you know, spread my arms, spread my legs, crack my little back for a little bit, and get going throughout my day. You know, do a little hoppity scoppity scoppity scotch scotch jumping jacks. Anyway, um, I don't know. See, that's the beauty of this podcast. Who knows? I was about I was about to jump in and talk about how I am sick and tired of uh, white colleagues in the workplace consistently asking them, asking me to help them with their work, teach them how to do their job, help them on their projects, and at the same time, I still have to carry. And take care of my own projects at the same time. But I don't want to get there because this is not a political podcast. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Okay, anyway, Jonathan, calm down. Let's get to the podcast. I'm fucking excited. Uh, Her name, again, is Caitlin Allen. C-A-I-T-L-I-N-A-L-Y-N. She's a stand-up comedian. But the reason why I'm so enamored and so motivated by this wonderful person who I call a friend, uh, she last year was like, yo, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. And boom, in a year time, she's been able to perform at every single uh, comedy nightclub in Los Angeles. She runs her own show every single Monday. And I like this interview. You know, we talk about, you know, the theory of comedy, her uh, stand-up comedic uh, journey so far. You know, she's traveling to New York to do some shows. She's fucking badass. So let's get started. Uh, Here we go. Thanks for listening in three, two, one. These are clean one. socks. How do, you like the, how do you like the sound? Do you like the sound? Is it good? This
1: sounds great.
0: I know, right? We fucking are professionals. Wow, what the I hell? Know. Look at you. Look
1: at us. Look at, I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> yeah. I just fucking no, you rolled ha- up. You
0: know how long I've been trying to do this for? <laughs> a with long you? time. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We I'm gotta so do excited. this profile, huh? Do you, like the, do you like that I live in a garage?
1: I actually do. It's It's weirdly fitting. Like, no disrespect. I hope that doesn't come off as disrespect. No, it's not disrespect at all. Okay, good. Because it's like, it's completely original like you. I don't know anybody that has a setup like this. And it's also kind of like the artist's way of living. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, am I putting my foot in my mouth? No. Would you tell me? It's kind of hard to tell when there's a sock. I'm like, is it my foot in my mouth or is it just his sock?
0: No, it's just my sock. Yeah, it's a little confusing. Don't worry. If your mouth touches it, it's fine because... (laughs) <laughs> Did laundry yesterday, and, and I made sure that this was put on this morning.
1: Uh, on the microphone, not on, on the your microphone. Foot. Okay, right. just. Clarifying. And then the
0: socks that used to be on here, <laughs> I'm wearing them. <laughs> hey. what, in your in your
1: in your thought process, what is the sock doing?
0: Okay, so is
1: this a germ thing?
0: It's 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 a, it's a germ thing, but also a pop filter. So when you mm, say the peas, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So it doesn't hurt the 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 audience or the the listeners' ears. I'm doing this for the listeners. They're like Jonathan. All four why do you- of
1: them. How <laughs> many? You have, I bet you have a pretty decent audience. You've got a good little following.
0: I do. 200 uh, people. That's. I'm trying yeah, to. No, I'm trying. That's to, good. But see, here's the thing. Every single follower, I believe, I love you all because how many opportunities in your life that someone, just mm-hmm. one person, clicks the follow button? Yeah. They're taking yeah. their time out of their day. Absolutely. So even if it's like one person, you appreciate you have to, that person. You have to treat them with like respect <laughs> and loyalty. And, and that's love. why
1: we put socks on the microphone.: I want to
0: give them the best. I want to fucking give them the best.: which,
1: which is why I'm here.
0: Yes. As a guest, no. So this is so I have books laying around.
1: Yeah, I lots of books. I will say
0: this: this is the secret of a okay. like a, of a bachelor. That I like your technique the, here with.
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't feel it. Doesn't feel natural to me. All right, continue. I'm listening.
0: Okay, so this is like the the mentality that I have. When, as a bachelor that lives in a garage, first off, I have a whiteboard, and I always make sure that I put a bunch of stuff there. So they go in like, "Oh my god, this guy's creative." Yeah. Even yeah. if it's like a list. Beautiful mind. They're like, "Oh my god, this guy's crazy. I don't know what's going on," and I am. But you Girls, know, l-
1: yeah, yeah, that's definitely a turn on when you're like, "This man's insane." Right. That, yeah. That's
0: exactly no seriously. For sure. Hot. I, uh, super. It's super hot. Right. <laughs> and then I have books lying around, even though like I haven't read all of them thoroughly, but it showcases. <laughs> have like, you read
1: any, <laughs> any of them at all?
0: I've read no. I've read portions of each book.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Completing isn't really your thing. No,
0: I don't complete. Good
1: starter though.
0: A great starter. That's what they all say Bam, too. Bam! Right out of the gate. They're like, Oh my god, I love the movement. I love the traction. But then once we get to the end, it's like, why are you rushing it? What's yeah. going on? Why are you half-assing it? I'm like, I'm tired. I don't yeah, want to go exhausting. on. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yes, exactly. And then I have like a bed, kind of.
1: Is that is, is it a bed or is it like a? Is it a futon?
0: It's a futon. Mm. Well, it's that's a classic. Futon. You have
1: to have a futon in here. It'd be weird.
0: Right. I was thinking about like getting like a queen size bed, but I was thinking to myself, do I really want to finance that? No. So why are you so cheap? <laughs> you
1: make you make good money doing what you do. Why are you such a cheap ass?
0: Because I have all these loans and things. Oh, that so I have you're to paying pay back.
1: You're paying back to stuff. back
0: taxes. You know.
1: Ooh, yeah, I did that. Had that. Yeah,
0: they froze my account last year.
1: What the fuck?
0: <laughs> I forgot to do pay my two- accountant. I forgot to pay my 2014 taxes.
1: How? Okay, we're not going we're not gonna do this. I'm gonna, I almost turned into a mom. Like, how did you... But
0: vomit? anyway, so I arrive, and then when a girl arrives here, they're like, oh, this guy's a rocket ship, you know? He's not a log. He's going somewhere <laughs> in his life, you know?
1: <laughs> this guy. <laughs>
0: this guy's got oh potential. He's God. crazy. has books everywhere. He kind of has a job he's
1: he kind of that he's I'm creative, telling you, women, this and he's is not trying. what's going on in women's bodies.
0: you don't think so No. they're like oh my god this guy is he it, almost has a job is, he's
1: got books everywhere <laughs> and some some ramblings of a crazy person on his whiteboard
0: last sunday some girl came up to me and mm-hmm. when i mean some girl i mean the girl that was like working kind of for me and she was an intern sure and she was doing everything and then she's like you know what i'm like what she's like do you think there could be like a relationship between us? And I'm like, what do you mean? And I'm like The intern, huh? Right, and I'm like, mm-hmm. why? Did I like lead you on? Like, what's going on? Just the energy in this room Right, <laughs>
1: exactly You walk in here, it's just big dick energy
0: Right, oh my god And I don't have a big dick, that's the thing I know, Why? Well, I don't have like a massive medium, 10-inch penis Medium dick energy Thank you, high here. five Medium, the MDEs
1: Average dick energy Yes,
0: <laughs> ADEs Do you have an average dick No, I have energy? big dick energy You do? Yeah. Oh, please I love You've that You've seen me
1: perform You've seen me do stand-up
0: uh, How long have you been doing stand-up for?
1: Um it was a year in I think November so not very long. I'm really I'm actually pretty green, but it seems like everything that I've done in my life has like led up to me doing this. So it doesn't really feel like a totally like, you know, clean start like I've never performed, I've never written. Like I've done all, you know, I've right. done other things that have kind of prepared me for what stand up is. But when I, you know, I did all those other things like, you know, I didn't do a lot of theater, but I've done some like improv.
0: Okay. Um, so like Second City, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I studied at Second City. Um, I never really made it that far because it just, it, it felt like, a, like an ill-fitting pair of pants for right. me. You know, it was like... I mean, they. It's. I got the pants on, but I look bad in them, and it's uncomfortable.
0: Like the pants are you're wearing now.
1: These ones are not the most, <laughs> also not the great fitting. He's not wrong. I need to get them tailored. Anyway, um, but when I when I started doing stand-up, it was like, oh, uh, like, you know, you find a perfect pair of jeans that right. just make your ass look great, and they're comfortable, right. and you're like, these are the best pair of you pants. You can do a little stretchy stretch. Yeah, you've got room to breathe, but you're also looking good. It's, uh, yeah, that's what stand-up was for me. It was just like... This this fits really well, and it makes a lot of sense. And I was terrified to try it for. I mean, people told me to do it for decades. Years. I mean, like forever. Ever since you know, I've always been a ham and a storyteller, and um, a writer. Is where like, right. where I started. Um,
0: and why uh, didn't you want to like jump into it right away? What what uh, stopped you from like holding the microphone? Being self
1: conscious, uh, right. just fear. Um, honestly, the uh, in my mind, the idea of being on a stage by yourself right. was terrifying, and so that's why I thought improv would be a good option because you've got like a team with you. But then I realized I'm actually kind of a megalomaniac. I don't know if that's the right term, actually.
0: Megalomaniac. Narcissist. Totally. And I'll admit
1: to it. Okay? I'm not, you know, like... Wait, do I'm, you think
0: all stand-up comedians are some way, like, a little bit megalomaniac? No, there's
1: always some kind of... I mean, I feel like to be good at stand-up, you have to have an ego of some kind. and That's just my personal opinion. Um, because how else... You, you have to have almost an inflated ego because every time you get up on stage, unless you're just crushing every time, which, who does that? Right. But especially when you're getting started your ego is just getting beat up <laughs> every, you know, you go up and you just get your ego knocked down. People a don't
0: laugh. They're like, Boo, yeah, get or the fuck you try something. Stage.
1: It doesn't work right. or I don't know all kinds of things. And so your ego just kind of takes a beating. And so if you don't have a really strong kind of, in my opinion, have a little bit of narcissism, a little bit of an ego, uh, at least to be good at it, you know? Like, my favorite comics walk up on stage like they own the fucking place. It's a
0: little bit of, like, <clears throat> arrogance slash confidence at the same time.
1: It can uh, cross into arrogance, and that's when they are no, what can, I like. But I think it's, you know, it's just, it's a matter of knowing w- who you are, what your voice is, you know? Um, there's some comics that are very meek and mild, and that's kind of their brand, right? And they come up and they do jokes and that kind of... Um, I really like... Uh, Laura Bites is a great comic, and oh, she's yes. got this whole Wisconsin, like, she's, like, real innocent and sweet, but then her jokes are all, like, really wrong And it's kind of that contrast I think is so funny. Um, so that's like an example, you know, she doesn't come out there like cocky, right? You know what I mean? So it, it, it's all different. Everyone's got a I mean, different what's brand. Your and brand voice. Do
0: you think like if I were to go, Caitlin Allen, what is your brand? What would it be?
1: I'm still figuring that out. I think I, I don't really have like a succinct answer. I'm realizing that how I see myself is very different than how the audience, or at least I'm realizing this, that how I see myself is not how the world sees me. Mm. Um, you know, I'm seeing myself as, I mean, definitely more self-deprecating was kind of how I started. And, you know, I'd make fun. your body down a lot. I would. I would make fun of that stuff. And then people are like, yeah, but you're, and this is, this is what's weird. It's like, I don't see it this way. Um, Like I see myself as just kind of like a frumpy chick, you know, Mm -hmm. but they're like, no, you're kind of hot. And (laughs) it feels weird to say, (laughs) but if I make jokes about me being ugly, they're not going to laugh because they're like, that's not. That's not true, right?
0: It's,
1: so I try. I mean, you're to, not hideous,
0: which is great. I
1: thank God, you know. Um, I mean, but I spent a lot of my life being very awkward-looking and being very frumpy and not knowing how to wear clothes and how to maneuver in this body that I have. Um, so yeah, it's. I'm. I'm still figuring out what is my brand. I mean, I definitely it's a lot of the stuff that I'd like to talk about is all, it's usually the things I'm learning about myself. Right. But I have been starting to get more into um, some more stories I have a story about how I farted in front of a homeless guy. You've that's, heard that that's one. That's a really good one. Um, and uh, and also recently I uh, had to take Plan B for the first time. So oh, I have a story about the joking. condom slip. It's actually, it's killing. Um, I just did it this this week and uh, I had such a great show. I did this show called Heavy Heavy Lolo. It's at Bar Lubich on Tuesday nights at 11 p.m. So much fun. And uh, it was just so cool to see because everybody just went up. All of my friends were there, you know, on the lineup. right. And like one after another, they were just crushing, and then I went up and crushed, and we were just like, holy High-fiving, shit, like, yeah, holy yeah. Shit. It's like, so cool to see really your friends succeed. Or, yeah. I mean, the audience was definitely was great, but it was also just I don't know. You, you, we're just like working out constantly, right? You're going to mics all the time. You're doing these like bar shows and anywhere that you can get stage time just to like build your muscle, right? And so you you see your friends. Um, I host a show every Monday night at a bar at Oyster House in Studio City called Valley Poppins, and that's really my gym. Like that's for me to like work out all my stuff, and so it's usually clunky. It's right. not great. Um, sometimes I forget a punchline. Um, a lot of the times I'm drunk <laughs> <Yeah, I've> because <been laughs> it's there. at a bar, you know. So I'm like,
0: what is she fucking doing yeah, right now? All over the place, and that's right.
1: But that's where I'm. You know, that's where I want to do that. That's like the safe space to do that. So t- we just keep seeing each other. Work out And then you have A show like that Where you see It's like that was The actual race That was the game That Mm -hmm. was the thing And to see everybody Just like kill it And see the growth Like you know it's see, cool. the, see the
0: little bump up level.
1: Yeah, like you, like I just watched everybody. It felt like everybody just went doo 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 and went up to the next, you know, Mario Kart level or whatever the. Fu- Someone know, put a fucking game. mushroom
0: on your goddamn head for a little y- bit.
1: Exactly. Yes. Like yeah. I mean, you're
0: not a shining bright star yet, but you're like you're big enough where it's like right. okay, I'm 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 getting closer to first place.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Yes, I'm I gonna fucking good. bump you right now. You know, a little. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a really good uh, sound effect.
0: Well, you know, that's what we do here. It's I'm high impressed. quality. That's what we do here <laughs> you know. in the garage. <laughs> high quality. Yeah. You know, when I first did this, I was by myself, and then I realized I was a psychopath. So that's why we have people here. It's,
1: I think it's nice. You're a good interviewer, and you're good to talk to. So why wouldn't you have people on? I
0: do have a question, though. Like, What's up? So, like, a lot of So I'm, I'm talking to this other like comedian who's really cool, mm-hmm. Andrew Arolfo. I don't know him. I don't know if I said his last name. He said the same thing about you, but you guys even—I fucking introduced both of you when he's you the Filipino us? guy with the glasses, and we were at that wine cellar of oh, the comic oh, oh, thing. Oh, did,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. introduced
0: you to, and you're like hanging out. You guys oh, talked he's from for like, San
1: Francisco, right? You guys oh, talked yeah. for like
0: thirty minutes, and then I was like, "Hey, remember Caitlin Allen?" And he's like, "Who?" Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And well, that, I was like, I mean, the dude.
0: fuck!" I had thirty-minute conversation. You guys gave each other a hug at the end hey. too.
1: That's how many people you meet doing comedy all the time. I uh, would follow each other. I think on Instagram. You do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, what's crazy god, is that. So many But people. see,
0: to me, the he comedy. He's fucking funny. He's hilarious. Oh my god. He has a really cool little. Um, I'll, we'll get to him in a second. Oh, yeah. you know what? I'll anyway, just tell you. Had you. No, him no, no. On the podcast. He has a, like a really cool like rhythm beat where basically. Um, he asks a question to the audience, uh-huh. and then right before they can think of an answer, he answers for them. He answers, like, he answers th- yeah. them with something like with a right punch.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: that's how he does it. He calls it like the the lazy way, but it just works f- for him.
1: If it works, fucking who cares? So what is
0: your like? What is your fucking method? Like, do you like have notes and stuff? I or, like, what yeah, you, what I'm kind of a mad
1: scientist uh, with all. Uh, <laughs> I'm still figuring out the process This is part of being so new Is that it is a lot of experimenting And asking a lot of my comic friends Like how do you do this or, Yeah like you know? what is funny So for me it's just I don't know how, how to explain it You just You're just more aware I'm just like always kind of on It never really turns off So I'll be in an Uber or something And something funny It'll be something kind of I don't know, it'll just make, it'll. there's something there, even if it's just a premise right. or something, even if it's just a little, like, a seed of something.
0: Makes you giggle for a little bit.
1: Yeah, something where I'm like, oh, that that's funny. Um, then either I'll write it down in my phone and, like, my notes, or uh, I also do a lot of voice memos. There's my The best place for me creatively is, like, going for a walk or a hike mm. and, like, just listening to music and just kind of daydreaming, and then I'll just start firing on all cylinders, and then I'll voice memo, like, so my voice memos is just nothing but, like, butt plugs. You know, like, uh, fat uncle. Like, just, like, random little bits. Anal beats. Yeah, yes. like, any, anything. 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 It's not all just fucking sex related. Well, I,
0: thought, I thought that's where you were going I'm with it. Gonna, I was like, holy shit. No, no, no. It's just,
1: it's just any any kind of, like, topic or idea. Avicii or, dies.
0: He's on another level. I don't know. So,
1: yeah, what, Kobe yeah. Bryant. Anything, oh. I'm not saying I'm going to make jokes, but if there's anything, like, any topic or something that I want to remember later, you just have to strike when the... Cre- creativity, like it hits, the inspiration hits. So I have it kind of like on all the, and I also have a notebook where I can write hard notes. Oh, wow. So what ends up happening is that I try to do mics or shows. Um, My goal is like at least four times a week. Okay. Okay. So try to get up four times a week minimum. And that's also because I have a full time, I actually have like seven jobs. (laughs) I work a lot and, uh, and I also want to have balance in my life. Like I also need to make sure I'm hanging out with friends. right? sleeping at least six hours a day, you know, smoking a little,
0: Make the sure weeds for it, a little bit, yeah. Make sure THC that, up in your head,
1: absolutely all the time. Uh, and you know, watching a TV show. I mean, like, there's times where I've been working so much, I'm like, I haven't even sat down and done, you know, like just yeah. tuned out for. So four nights a week, um, and then at least one one night is also kind of like taking all these notes and and organizing them. That's so smart. What I what I'll realize is like, oh, I had this whole joke over here about my mom. Um, you know, how she's a Christian. And I, and then four months ago, I actually wrote this other joke about how, you know, the South is so, is the Bible Belt. And I'll realize that, oh, I can connect these two things, uh, or this will be a really good transition here because it's kind of the same topics. So maybe I don't, I haven't been doing the, the Bible Belt stuff yet. I haven't maybe right. touched it, but now it makes sense to use it. And so I just have this like catalog of of all kinds of premises, some more developed and some are just like, you know, this would be cool. Like, I want to talk about my going to prom. So I would literally have one. It's just like prom question mark. Like, I know that it's something I want to talk about, even though it's not maybe a full inspiration idea.
0: So do you have like three notebooks, like one of like, like one is all over the place another's all over the place. And then you have like one central notebook where you start like organizing kind of like a no, folder. No,
1: not the hard notebooks. I have one journal. And it's both my mental journal, my emotional, like, Dear Diary journal, and then it's also <laughs> oh, jokes. Oh, that's so cute. And, uh, I, ha, yeah, that's how I stay sane. Um, that you know Morgan J,
0: how he does it? He's another he He's two. got a
1: whole... He's a very uh, diligent, like, organized... Right. He has
0: a mus- He's a musical comedian. Mm-hmm. And I interviewed him, too. And I gotta do it again, because the first one was like, shit, I think. On um, your it, end? Yeah, on my end. Okay. I fucking <laughs> was not answering the right question. I don't know what the fuck was happening, Jonathan Garano.
1: Hey, we all have this. You know
0: what? That's the beauty of life, is that you just fucking make mistakes, and you just keep on pushing forward. Do you fuck- you stop. Learn. No you Listeners learn. that are out there Like the first podcast Wasn't that good But then you just keep on going And maybe one day I'm not in a garage And we're in a fucking studio, studio. Um, But his notebook he, he has two different versions Like he'll flip it to the side When it's the Dear Diary And then he'll flip oh. it To the other side When it's the jokes
1: that's kind of smart. I like that.
0: So that way he knows, like, oh, I'm reading my diary right now. Oh, yeah. I'm reading my jokes right now. I actually. And then he studies three hours a day, well, four days a week. He like goes
1: back and listens. Yeah. See, that's that he is He listens the...
0: to his memos. He listens to the. Uh, he records every single session that he that he does. I
1: always record. Um, I've been trying to film every show that I do now because you never know when. Like, I'm so glad on Tuesday uh, when I did heavy, heavy, low, low. Excuse me.
0: Uh, yeah, that's right. You burp.
1: I didn't want to do it. Into I respect your two hundred <laughs> subscribers. Um, no, I uh, I did. I had a really good show, like I mentioned, and I I'm so glad that I filmed it because that now I can use that as a tape. I can send that to bookers, or I can put it on my Instagram, or do you know that kind of stuff. So now I pretty much film every show. But what I'm bad about is not going back and watching or listening. The bad. Do shows.
0: you ever get scared when you're about I to watch it?
1: Don't wa- I just won't watch it. And that's the that's like, the thing like I respect like, about Morgan. Does your
0: gut like kind of get scared a little bit? Like, I do,
1: there... or it's just kind of cringy. And
0: but why, Caitlin? Why? Why don't you do it? Like, come on.
1: Well, I don't know. To be fair, you know, everybody's got their own process. Like for me, I feel like I'm I'm so young that uh, my confidence is still really really wobbly, and. W- what helps me is to listen. To, I, ha- I always star the shows where I like crush. Mm-hmm. I'll go back and listen to those to build my confidence. If right. I listen to the shows where I'm bombing and it's not working, oh that makes sense. It kind of kills the confidence. Morgan's been doing this for probably ten years.
0: He's been doing it for ten. He's years He's been doing it for a long time. Two thousand seven.
1: Yeah. So the over ten years, thirteen, well, 13 years, years. Yeah. My right? math is wrong. Yeah. It's okay. Um, not all well, Filipinos are <laughs> <our> geniuses. <laughs> are <laughs> no. Like
0: no. Filipinos are the worst. Oh really? We're not. We're not. You know. we are not the, like the normal Asians. We're, we're yeah. (laughs) We're not the normal Asians. People people in Asia are like, no. No, you guys aren't They look at us, us, they're like, oh, can you sit in the back of the class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, out of all the Asians, Cambodians and the Filipinos, we're the ones that drop out of college the most. Fuck yeah, dude. You guys are so metal. High five, let's go. Fucking yeah, dude. Yeah. Um,
1: No, Morgan's been doing it for so long that I don't think confidence is really an issue with him. I think probably my guess is at this point, it's more about just constantly improving his craft. Right. Whereas with me, I'm like, I just am trying to get to a point where I'm like, yeah, I, at least I know that I'm good at this.
0: And I think you are.
1: I I do too.
0: I mean, a year and two but months, does, and you're fucking crushing it. In my it opinion.
1: only ta- thank you very much, but it only takes it. It's um, uh, I'm duper I know that I know myself. I know where I am in the process. I know even sometimes doing open mics can actually work against me because they can be so um fucking awful. Right. That it, I end up leaving there, going like I. I suck. I should never do stand-up again. That was horrible. And that's like not, you know... I need to develop my confidence probably more than my material, probably more than my stage presence, all that stuff. It's just believing in myself.
0: See, that's the hardest thing is, first off, letting you know that you have a bunch of fans that are always fucking rooting for you. And I'm one of them, right? I know.
1: You've been my number one, boo.
0: Dude, you're fucking dope as fuck. number one, um, When it comes, though, to this confidence thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you go to open mics now, I when you first start, you start off with open mics and then hopefully Mm -hmm. you can network and then from the networking, someone puts you on a show and then from the show, like you can do more shows because that's actually where you want to be is the shows because that's where you can work out the most because you're actually yeah, You have a real audience. Yeah, you have a real audience. That's the one thing that I think that I'm, that i That it's, like, very, not sketchy, but very hard when it comes to first starting out is those open mics with other fucking comedians. Because they're there, they're in the audience, and they're not there to listen to you. Right. They're they're there just to, like, oh, my God, I remember going up and some guy just, like, walked up and go and farted and was, like, my fart is, like, funnier than yours. Or, like, screaming, like, on YouTube, like, go to YouTube and do the jokes. And it's, like, fuck. And then if you do do something and it kind of, like, gets a little (laughs) snicker. Yeah. That's it, and so you don't know what is gonna work or not. Yeah,
1: if you get a snicker in a in an open mic, you know that'll get a laugh at a show. Is kind of like the translation. It's like the the yeah, conversion. But so how
0: the fuck is like I, I? There's this one guy that I met. And He's like, oh yeah, I've been doing open mics uh, for like. Two years And I was like And you've never done a show
1: That's not I, w- I would say that's Like not uncommon But how the
0: fuck Did How Like how did you mo- Like you do Like again Like three four shows A week I jumped into I mean Like how does one do that It went real fast Well for I mean, one That's what she said
1: For one thing I um, You know I kind of put it out there In the universe What it was that I wanted Right Everyone around me Was telling me Oh this is how it is And I You know Like you have to do. it Millions of open mics for years before you ever get shows and did it and I was like oh I don't want to do that that sounds horrible yeah I, you know like from what I understood of open mics they just sounded miserable
0: like I want to kill not kill myself I want to just like hurt myself when I go to these things
1: it it really they not all of them I I've, I've found some mics that I I think are really valuable and I, I like and they're good supportive rooms or or they're challenging in a good way. Um, no, I want
0: constructive but, criticism
1: Well, you're not going to get that But I, I just mean, like, there's a lot of Because they're open mm-hmm. It's not uncommon to go to an open mic And it's, like, 60% just crazy people Like, right. just weirdos Who, you know, have no I, I, I hate to say it and I, and I don't mean to come off as judgmental But, uh, you know, at the Laugh Factory, for example We have an open mic uh, on Tuesdays at 6 People start lining up at noon Whoa. To get a guaranteed spot. And those people are always like, not always, but like almost always, they're like homeless, crazy people or mentally unstable people. You know, like right. they must be unemployed or something because they're, how right. can you just sit there for six hours for two minutes on stage? It's just crazy. So, with all that being said, like some mics, are like legit comics who are working on things. Those are the mics I want to go to. Right. The, the ones where there's like random ass people who are like, I think I'll try this for the first time. I don't want to be at the It's not, you know.
0: Right. I so want they're, to not, be... they're not listening to you. They're scared. They're looking at their own notes.
1: Yeah. Or, or even like last night I did a mic. Um, I'm not going to say where it is. It doesn't matter. But I, I did one and it was almost like too supportive. Okay. <laughs> where they were laughing at all, like it was all new stuff. And they were they were laughing at everything, and I was like, I know I'm, this isn't that good, and you guys are laughing at I'm everything. I'm funny,
0: but. Nah
1: Yeah exactly I was like This also doesn't feel real to me You know They were all new Like a lot of new comics Like they were laughing at everything And so I was like God I gotta find I gotta find my people Who I I don't even want to say Necessarily at my level But are above me a little bit I wanna go to those mics Right they
0: can dissect Your jokes a little bit And be like Yo Caitlin this is good But let's focus on that Yeah
1: I mean I don't even need feedback But just the laughter Or no laughter Is really all the feedback That you're gonna get But I feel like That's the most real gauge For me
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um but it's good. I just think variety is important, you know, to do as many shows and everything. So to answer your question, which was originally, yeah, how did how I start fuck? getting yeah, into shows? Yeah, yeah. Well, again... Because that's where you want to
0: <laughs> be, like ASAP.
1: Everybody, I know. So uh, I have to tell you, I mean, I, I it, it's kind of... I believe in the law of attraction and I believe in man- how we manifest things and right. all this stuff. I'm one of those people. million so just dollars, million dollars, million dollars up, yeah, this year. I already have a million dollars. Um, so just, you know, get ready for for a bunch of this. Okay. But I, I just put it out there that this is what I wanted. I wanted to uh, get introduced into stand-up without having to do an open mic. And wow. just let it go, and then literally like that week, because uh, I work at the Laugh Factory. That plays a huge part in, into this into my story, because um, I got that job when I had I was not doing stand-up at all.
0: Yeah, you're doing the uh, improv, was, the writing, the everything. I, else. I honestly
1: wasn't doing shit at the time. I oh, was wow. just like broke and I needed a job. So and I was like, oh cool, it's at a comedy club. This will be fun. And then I would be there hanging out, watching shows all the time, and I was like, that looks like so much fun, and I bet I could do that. And so I, I was already starting to get my wheels turning. And uh, anyway, to make a long story longer, uh, there's a comic, <laughs> Matty Carteropel, who had at the time had a podcast at the Laugh Factory. And I would always shoot the shit with him, and I would make him laugh. And he was like, hey, uh, he had a, it turns out he had a weekly show called Good Vibes. And it was actually a pretty uh, big, cool show, had a lot of big names on the right. lineups and stuff. And he's like, "Do you want to? You know, I'll give you three to five minutes. Do you want to do it?" And I was like, "I don't have any material. I have no idea how to do stand up." Right. And I basically was like, "No." And he goes, "All right. What about hosting?
0: Oh, that's because nice. then you don't
1: have to write any material. You can just be the host." And I was like, "Oh, cool. So Bing, this was the this was bing, the perfect answer, boom, right? All right? Because this is my way into stand up without actually having to do an open mic. So every week I got to host the show. For how many weeks? Um, it was a." probably like two or three, maybe two, three months or something and the show ended up getting uh, shut down. And I literally (laughs) until the, well, because the Maddie just didn't want to do it anymore. He was losing money on the show. It wasn't making any money and I get that.
0: I mean, he's doing it every week. And it was every week. He should do it once a month. I mean, business wise. that's
1: partly, but that's, Part of why it's success like we'd get such a great turnout every week is because people would know it's just like Valley Poppins. They know it's every week and we get a lot of return people, but it just the room itself, how much how expensive it was, we're not selling, you know, tickets uh, or anything. We're not selling like we're selling like five bucks a head. Right. Anyway, so um so I got really comfortable on stage doing that. But I wasn't doing stand-up. You're just so hosting. I don't I'm just hosting. So that's why I don't count this as like when I started. Um But you're
0: networking in a way. And
1: I was also, like, the first time I did this, Jamie Kennedy was on the lineup. I mean, it was, like, huge names. And so it was also kind of just, like, threw me into the fire. And, uh, like, one of the last shows, Maddie was like, okay, that's it. It's time. You have to do three minutes. Oh, shit. And that's actually, that was the first time I wrote anything. And that was the joke that eventually I ended up doing at the Laugh Factory about fucking older men. <laughs> okay. So this was the origin story of that. And it's so crazy to see how that all unfolded because that's ended up getting on the Laugh Factory page, which is, you know, it was huge for me. It's they can teach me, got they, me
0: booked on all kinds of stuff. That's the one that's like, they can teach me about 401ks. and. You
1: know, and I, or, yeah, uh, they can help me with stuff like how to do my taxes and what a 401k is. And then I can help them with crossing the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the joke. Yeah, so it, it went well. So for me, yeah, I think my best advice for people is to produce your own shows. I think that's what I told you because that's what kind of got me into it was I was hosting Good Vibes and had different uh, comedians on the lineup every week. And so I was building these relationships. And then, you know, they go, oh, you know, I'm hosting a show at this bar on Wednesday. And so I started getting some spots just from those connections, and then the big thing for me was I actually did take a class called Pretty Funny Women, oh, and yes. so that was that's where, that's that's where I started stand up officially. Um, and it was really a writing class. I mean, Lisa was great. Also, the teacher is also great about teaching you a l- about like
0: join the class if you're a woman.
1: Yeah, it's it's for women only, um, and that that's very intentional. It's a very safe space for women to just like explore yeah. this thing because it's really intimidating getting into comedy as a woman when. Every mic, it's like all dudes. Yeah, and
0: there's a lot of chauvinism. <laughs> and
1: there's yeah, I mean There's like, a lot of
0: like all these open mics, like eighty percent of the jokes is like sex, I feel, especially in these open mics. Yeah. And they're very degrading towards women sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about I, let's what you want to joke about rape again? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Well, that's a whole other can. Well, this is
0: this this is not the shows. These are like open mics. Yeah, you know the newcomers.
1: Right, and so it's kind of messy. And so a lot of a lot of girls are you know they want to have the safe space to like explore this and and try things out and not in that environment to start anyway. So, but it was mostly a writing class. So it really taught me. She taught all the different types of jokes, and then we'd have assignments where we're like having to write those jokes and turn them in and all this stuff. And so. I realized like I was actually good at joke writing and yeah. it really built my those muscles and my first ever like real show was that grad show that we did at flappers. And was I there? No, this is before I knew you. Oh shit. Yeah, this is before I knew you and you know it was it was fine. It went well. But um that was kind of the start and then after that it it just
0: Snowballed, but it was
1: all because of the connections that I made. Right, and I, I'm, you know, absolutely here to admit to the fact. I know that I was getting booked on a lot of stuff in the beginning because they needed women on the lineup, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, you got. I'm fine being a diversity hire. Fucking put me on the line. I don't give a shit.
0: You got to use what you got to use to get there. If that's
1: if that's why I'm getting the stage time, you know. I mean,
0: if supermodels. Get picked because of how they look. I mean, come on.
1: Well, my thing... Everyone has
0: their own thing.
1: Yeah, so... And, Use it to
0: your advantage.
1: And and also, I also know that if I sucked, they still wouldn't do it. You know, like, I still have to be good at what I'm doing. Right,
0: don't worry. No, keep on talking. Keep on talking. I'm t- on. Oh, still
1: talking. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, just because... Uh, just because I'm a diversity hire doesn't mean I'm bad, you know? It just means I got... I might have gotten cut, or, you know, got to cut the line a little bit, maybe, but... Um, yeah, so my best advice to people, honestly, is to, is to produce a show. There's all these theaters, all these restaurants, bars, all these places that want to do comedy night, and it's relatively cheap to put on a show. I mean,
0: how I was able to do it was, you know, I found a place, Pretty Funny Women, mm-hmm. and they gave on me like, Melrose, right, yeah. they gave me like a really good hourly rate, which I was think is was like 20 bucks or something like that, or 25 bucks. I forget what it was. Um, yeah. Who cares? Money is whatever right, right. now. It was it was I don't much. care. Um, well, I do I think care. it's
1: 150 now.
0: 150 for, an for hour? Three, for
1: like a certain amount of hours oh, or wow, something I got like a, that. I fucking got it might a good be more, deal. Holy yeah, she shit. gave you a really good deal. Because now everybody, it, It's that was in the very beginning when it first opened. Oh my God, now $150 it's starting.
0: for three hours?
1: Yeah, it's like 50 bucks an hour.
0: Holy shit, I would not do that ever again.
1: What? That's a good deal. That's a lot of money. Well,
0: you're cheap. So anyway. I, I'm Filipino. Yeah, <laughs> right, I know. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, you, you got to, yeah, because you produced a show there.
0: It's not that hard it's, Well it is kind of Well all you It's a little bit of confidence But basically what I did was Booked a room And then after that um, You know through your help You gave me like a bunch of comedians' have right. ideas And I just DM'd Yeah Like fucking 15 comedians
1: <laughs> Which really but, isn't that many Comedians ooh. are acting like You <laughs> <laughs> DM'd 7,000 comedians Which like. I
0: thought like Were pretty funny And I was like Hey do you want to do this And comedians They're just always Just looking for shows We just
1: want the stage time baby right. And especially if it's a lot of people in the beginning, uh, the temptation is to do bringer shows.
0: What are bringer shows?
1: Bringer shows are shows that you get booked on the caveat that you bring people. Right. And if you, they're, a real bringer are the ones where you, they won't even let you perform. Like when you, when really? you get there, they'll go, uh, every person that comes in t- you know, to all the guests, right. they'll be like, which comic are you here to see? And they'll be like, I'm here to see Caitlin. Okay, that's one for Caitlin. One, whatever. And then when the show horrible. starts. Yeah, it's, it's uh, kind of a scam in my opinion. Um, I'm sure everybody, ha- I'm sure people. I would
0: never do that.
1: Well, here's the thing. Again, people are so horny for stage time. In the beginning, they'll, you know, and especially too, a lot of times uh, these bookers will, will get comics uh, at like the comedy store. Or like these really cool clubs like that we've always like, oh, my God, I would do anything to perform at the comedy store. Right. So then they get this opportunity at, you know, to do this bringer show to do the comedy store.
0: Do they tell you it's a bringer show?
1: Yeah. You, yeah, they'll, they'll tell you. Um, and it was actually there was another comic uh, who's been doing this forever. He's older. And when I was first kind of starting out, I was asking him a lot of questions. He was right. kind of mentoring me in a little way.
0: Oh, and cute. he was
1: the one that was like, dude, don't do bringers. He's like, it's better to just do open mics if, if this is what if you want stage time that bad, just do the mics because it ends up making you look like a bringer comic, which means you're not good. You just know people. Yeah. You're not getting booked on talent or your abilities. You're getting booked because you can put butts in seats, you know, because you that got, makes sense. Right. So even like these pretty funny women shows, um, they'll sell them out, but it's all like aunts and uncles and you know, coworkers and stuff like that. And so it's also kind of misleading because I did a pretty funny women's show once and I crushed it. And then I did that same material like the next night, another show. Right. And it bombed. And I realized I was like, oh, oh everybody there was being so supportive because <laughs> they're like family members. And they're like, <laughs> this is sweet, you know, and
0: like, so, oh, she's trying. Let's laugh.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or it's just a different energy. Like they're there to support you rather than a normal show. You are there to make them laugh. You right. See the difference. It's like. So anyway,
0: so that, it's all about like networking and putting that together and trying to stay away from like the bringer shows. And then through the hosting, I was yeah. able to meet other comedians. Yes, absolutely. The thing where I failed is if I had more material, maybe they would have been like, hey, I have a show for you.
1: Right. Because I think, yeah,
0: that was like the biggest mistake. But I learned so much in that fucking time.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, all, you know, and also too,
0: I broke know. even, by the way.
1: Which is great Yeah uh, And I don't think Honestly other than The hardest part about Producing a show Is getting people to show up Right Because what you sh- If you're the one Producing the show And you're not doing a bringer The comics are not Going to bring anybody Yes yeah, You know So it's on you To put I mean they might have Some fans and stuff That'll show up That does happen You might get one or two people But you know You, w- you need 30 to 40 people To fill that, that we- room We
0: had 25 people
1: Yeah and that's a really Good turnout But imagine trying to do that You know co- Consistently that's the hard part.
0: The hard, well, the, to do that is you need to have like a really fucking good show.
1: And exactly to get people. So, and that's why the my Monday night show's been it's doing really well. I think it's because it's consistent and because we do it every Monday and because we keep booking great comics. And you
0: guys have regular people that show up all the time.
1: Absolutely, and now they they come. They're like, oh, that was so much fun. They come back the next week, and so it's just building and building and building. And it's really fun to see. But yeah, I think so that uh, as far as bringers go. I mean, I have done a bringer before, and it was so that it was the first time I ever did the belly room at the comedy store and that's the only one I've ever done and I think that also helps you gotta you really some people want to like to do the comedy store they'll do anything right it's like just chill if you keep doing this you will get to do the comedy store just relax you know
0: because it's all uh, otherwise you're doing
1: these like shit shows and it looks bad on you in my
0: opinion okay Like these bringers It's like connections Connections of show To show To show To show And you'll just End up getting there The more that you you An opportunity Meets preparation Type of thing
1: Absolutely You know um,
0: Stand up is is,
1: It's a lot of self-discipline Because you have to be Writing every day You know Going to mics Even though there's Definitely I mean I'm fucking Tired after work I just want to go home And smoke a bowl And like take a shower But this is what you
0: want to do so. But this is
1: the time Dude I'm 31 next month
0: Congratulations Thank
1: you I've made it this far
0: 1989 Holy shit Yeah baby You are Hey So. No babies yet
1: No, no, no <laughs> God. Keep, Let's keep it that way please Um. So I'm also like You know I'm not saying That I You know like Time's running out But it's also like Hey I'm not my 20s anymore I, I, The the whole like Fiddling around And, and goofing off is, is over
0: That's something That I'm working on in life Is like this whole Goofing around and like, as what do you in think like, that
1: you do that's goofing around?
0: Everything. I think you're
1: pretty dedicated, and I think you've got good discipline. I
0: mean, I'm dedicated in like my craft of like marketing and advertising for my yeah. clients. Yeah. But when it comes to my own thing about my oh, own progress, yeah, like I get that. I have like fucking issues when it comes to. Like my own YouTube channel. I mean, the only thing that's consistent right now is this podcast, which is yeah. cool, which I love so much. Well, just
1: have that one thing then that you just like focus on and put your, you know, maybe that, you're just too, too many things. Everyone says
0: fucking says it a lot. Well, I, if, I w- if I had the dream. Split energy. I would just like take no more no more clients. Yeah. And then just focus. Just do it for you. Right.
1: Same. I think about this a lot because, because I.
0: Because 20 hours, sometimes 30 hours of my work week goes to, f- 40 hours, sorry, goes to yeah. my clients. And then I'm like. Then, like, six I am s- hours for me. <laughs> yeah. It's like my brain power is, like... And as a creative, you need... Right. You, the best time as a creative is that you need that space, like, of at least two, three hours of, like, okay, I'm just going to, like, walk around. I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to go for a run. Yeah, so that things you can that think clear of things. your head
1: to stay... Th- I, Dude, I totally realize that because... So I work at the Laugh Factory. Right. Um, and... Um, and I'm a uh, basically, I'm a social media producer for them. Yeah. I don't really have an official title on my checks. It says production specialist, whatever that means. Yeah. But what I'm doing is I'm producing content for the social media pages. And I think about this a lot where I'm going, you know, I'm doing this, and I'm literally, I grew their page to 1.5 million followers. And yet, I'm not doing shit for my own page. I'm not right. doing anything, as far as, like, social media is concerned. But I realize that there's, like, so many things that I could do. There's so much stuff, right, but... That's not my situation. I have to have a job. I have to have a full-time have job. Have I have to make my money. I like living comfortably. Right, you I, have to
0: pay for the weed yeah, that you smoke. I have smoke. a
1: very, very high tolerance for marijuana, and that costs money, yeah. people.
0: Plan B, you have to pay for that, <laughs> 60 too. bucks
1: for Plan B. Jesus Christ. Um, so, you know, I, I like having money. I've been very, very broke and that isn't fun. No. So I have to have this job for now anyway. And thank God it's at a comedy club and uh, and it's a chill fun job, right. But it is I'm at the club nine hours Monday through Friday. So it is uh, it takes discipline but going to those mics or going to the shows sometimes not even performing just going to other friends shows and sh- supporting other people's shit i even include that i'm like as long i'm doing some form of comedy every night whether i'm writing supporting a friend going to a mic or performing at a show so it's always in your fucking every mind every night yeah and i uh, the, over the holidays i gave myself i was like yo chill the- it's fine chill the fuck out take a breath you know light up that bong you wanted to light up all, right. um, all year And just watch BoJack Horseman, catch up on all your shows. Do a little
0: Stokey. Is that what they call it? A Stokey? A a
1: Stokey is a cigar. But, well, Stokey is sweet. We made up a new thing.
0: Stokey. Just let up that
1: Stokey, dog.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, So I I let myself do that where I was only performing at Valley Poppins once a week. And it was like, I'm glad I took the break. But I feel so much more alive now that I'm back in the swing of things. I was just fucking lazy and like feeling yes, fat I mean, and gross and just like fucking well that's what's more the point? that's
0: more uh material that God, you can use. keep
1: the i know it's i think it's important so now to you can look in the mirror breaks. and be like let's
0: let's let's get back to it
1: but then there came a time where i was like okay i'm i'm, I'm ready to get back into it and now I, f- I feel so good and uh i stayed sober all week this week which was like fucking huge oh, for me should, i still smoke weed i meant alcohol uh, alcohol weed is fine for me i don't Really yeah, heat. I
0: don't drink alcohol regardless because of my face. You know? Yeah,
1: you've got that Filipino glow. Yeah, uh, I don't want to keep
0: that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> Alcohol is poison.
1: It is. Well, literally... It'll
0: it, make you get wrinkles fast.
1: Well, I'm not too worried about that. I have the skin of a 22-year-old. I'm not worried. Yeah. Yes,
0: you, you're a supple little girl. <laughs> supple little girl. Uh, okay. No. But um, I'm not...
1: It's not that, <laughs> but I just noticed that even if I just... Uh, Had a couple drinks or whatever Like the next day I just felt like I was in a fog And I wasn't as creative And Mm -hmm. I wasn't like operating At my like highest level And so I was like Well let's just see what happens If I don't drink Will that make a difference And I have been so inspired all week And I've been exercising a lot Which I never ever do
0: You look I don't see a change, it's but a, it like it doesn't matter. It's all in here. I love like, that. It's the I just feel the endorphins. good about that, and I love all, this, and
1: having like making good choices for myself.
0: Yeah, good for you, man. So
1: I'm like fucking fired up right now.
0: Yes, where's your notebook? Write fucking ah, jokes. Ah.
1: it's all on my phone. I like seriously. Last night, um, last night, I. Uh, ripped a huge bong in my apartment. I love marijuana. I really do. I think yeah, it's great. Yeah, the THC. I love it, and uh, and I had this great. It, it felt so good, like that that feeling of inspiration. It just like washes. I don't know how to explain. It's just such a cool feeling. I feel.
0: How I explain it, it's like you're laying down. Let's just say, and it's like. Liquid, yeah, like 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 like, metal liquid starts from your toes, slowly flows up to your to your bones. So you know what I'm talking about. I'm not crazy. Gets into your brain and then like forms into a hand and and like (laughs) it pulls the back of your hair and you're like, (laughs) okay, holy shit. No,
1: I don't know about that, but uh, everything, Uh, no, 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 all of it. It's it does. Sometimes
0: I get a seizure because I'm thinking about it so much. Or I'm it, like, oh, I cannot believe it. It does.
1: It, it's kind of like this high vibration feeling where you're just like, oh, and you. And when that happens, I, 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 have to drop everything to go write that that thing down. That's the best feeling in the world because it feels like it's coming from like
0: I mean, bigger as you, than me. You, as you said it before, like to me in this car one time, you're like, Jonathan, the difference between uh, you know good creative work is between two things. I'm like, what is it? You're like forced.
1: Mm. Forced action. Forced
0: action versus inspired, inspired action. action. And inspired action is where, when you're doing something, even though it's like tedious, you're getting more energy doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I try to tell a lot of my clients where they're yep. like, oh, c- fucking do a commercial or do a treatment. Can you write this down? And I need this deadline. I'm like, okay. I need to get out of meetings. I need just, I need silence. I need you to yeah, yeah. fuck off because yeah. I need to, I need to if get to that space. Right.
1: there's, I will. And that's
0: why it's so hard to do creativity outside of your job is because yep. you're being creative for 40 hours and then you need to do your own thing, yep. which means you need like three, four hours of the day just to be like, okay, I need to think about my own. Absolutely. Shit.
1: Uh, there, energy, this is inspired action. Like you said, gives you more energy. Um, it's like when you're really excited about something, you, you could stay up all night. And, and until you finish it It's like when you're, you're having so sex With
0: someone that you really like
1: And that feeling too You're, you're like oh my god
0: I'm having sex with the this person That so I like exciting. So I'm gonna have my energy Right but when yes. you have sex With someone that you don't like It's like it's okay let's just rush this It's like oh my god I can't believe I'm not getting this out But it's like, yeah. it's, like, it's, like, it's like it's like, that
1: If that's what helps you Relate to this then yes Absolutely I think
0: a lot of people Can relate to that
1: I think a lot of people can too It's just It's it's about and I don't know how else to say it. It's like being in alignment With yourself And um, making choices That line up with You know With your higher highest good. Do you, you know? meditate, do you think? I do, and that's what I was gonna tell you. The other thing is is meditation is like crucial. And if you look at dude Jerry Seinfeld is a huge advocate of for, meditation. He specifically is a transcendentalist. Um,
0: what, is, what does that even mean? It's a type I'm, I'm of meditation. i right Yeah, that's
1: fine. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, we have a good color thing going on. Yeah, I got
0: blue and, and you, you got, got the red. fucking red. That's great. Dude, Hawaiian shirts are making a comeback. I wash this shirt at least like twice a week and I've I put this on. I've only seen
1: you wear this shirt in Dude, the last like three fucking, times I've
0: seen you. It's so dope. Um, Hawaiian shirts, people, wear it.
1: I love it. It looks good on you.
0: So Jer- he's uh, Jerry Seinfeld. So Jerry his-
1: Seinfeld's Really big on that. David Lynch is a is really big into meditation. Really, yeah. Um, there's certain people that I just really respect from a creative level, and um, who are like. Although David Lynch is is also an insane person in a good way, but I just mean nice. there's some people that find creativity through what I would call like harmful tactics, like a lot of you know Hunter S. Thompson drinking, smoking, doing cocaine, smoking weed, you know all this shit. Like a lot of, th- and and he was a very creative, wonderful writer, obviously like one of the best. But to me, that's not how I want to live my life. Right. So uh, I ha- I I like to drink, I like to party every once in a while, but I'm also like I I just like I been need my clean. head to be clear, right? Yeah, I just I'm, I mean, I'm realizing that do you have now. Any vi- like, like, do
0: you have any vices that kind of like hurts your creativity? Like for me, it's gambling.
1: Really. So
0: the reason why I started this podcast was because like I am like okay, I have to do something outside. Of when I get that urge you, to gamble, you have
1: to replace a bad habit with a new. Like, and I still habit. relapse
0: from time to time. Obviously, okay. like this week I did because I was like so depressed, not because of like. So
1: does it give you like a high? Is that why you do it?
0: Um, okay, Is so it the a, rush. That's the rush. But I'm a, like I'm, I'm an extrovert, and so like I need stimuli. Yeah. And so, um, at two a.m. in the morning, where do I go? None of my friends are gonna call oh, answer the phone, and I don't want right. to bother them. But guess what's open? They can give me stimuli. Fucking the casino. Uh-oh. There will be people there. We can talk. So you
1: go to the cas. Where's the casino?
0: Here, dude. There's one twenty minutes away, Hollywood Park Casino. There's uh, another one twenty so minutes didn't... away, like bicycle. Com- and yeah. it's fucking horrible because I'm there and I'm just surrounded by like gross other people that are also also sad and sad and yeah. like whatever. And then I feel really bad. And granted, yeah. I get a so few laughs. So just kind of. It... And then it just snowballs, and pretty soon I'm there for like eighteen hours. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh I my get God. out, and like I. Like, of course, like, I lose money, and then in addition to that, like, I get, like, emails from clients, like, where's deadlines, right? and, you're Friends, like doing... and I'm like, fuck, and, yeah. like, a girl that's will super be, detrimental. like, a girl will be, like, hey, come over, and I miss that, so it's, like, all these Yeah, that's like a drug. F- that It's so... Fu- it is. It's worse than a drug, because then you can't afford drugs, you know what I mean? Because well, you're paying for money. Yeah. So, like, it fucking sucks. It's not sucks.
1: affecting your, your bodily health, which is probably better than the drugs, but right. it is it, it an emotionally me. draining...
0: Right, and it ruins me for a whole week.
1: And it that that's how I feel about alcohol, I think. Right. Um, and I'm not... Uh, I don't think... It's not nothing where I've ever felt, like, out of control. I think I might have blacked out once in my entire life. I've never thrown up or had a DUI. I've never had any... You know what I mean? Like, But, uh, but I just... Probably the most negative of... The the vice that has the most negative effects Right has to be alcohol. It's the thing that if my if if my family has any alcohol when we're together, it turns into a fucking bloody uh, bath. blood bath. Um, but we smoke weed now, and it's awesome. We just hang out. Wait, and your mother laugh.
0: smokes weed? Well,
1: my mom, no, but at Thanksgiving she had an, uh, a gummy, which was, I mean, it blew our fucking minds because my mom is the most conservative like Christian woman, but we were in Oregon. So it was okay. legal. So she was like, it's legal. <laughs> and the whole time we were just like, "Mom stoned, mom stoned. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm not.
0: That's a good bit somewhere.
1: Yeah. The, um, I've actually been working like on quite a, 60- a bit of material. What happens my when mom. a
0: 65 year old Christian woman takes fucking THC. All
1: it was was she just kept saying, I'm not high. I'm not high. And we're like, your eyes are like
0: barely open, dude. You're high, but... She comes and she's like, heaven does not exist. Yeah, she's all of a sudden
1: (laughs) questioning everything. We're like, what have we done? Um, No, but so I think think alcohol, like I could smoke weed all day long and the next day I'm not going to have some horrible hangover that's like ruined me. The worst thing that weed does is that it just, it chills me out so much where I'm not operating it on all cylinders, but at least... I don't feel like it's I don't know. As far you know, as far as vices go, I realize that I need to have something. Right. And uh and
0: But you need a, you need that one little bad thing just a little bit to like make you sh- oh, That's yeah. one reason why I gamble though, so which is really bad. It's like I'm done and then I get this like weird addiction where it's like I'm at zero and I'm like right. how the fuck am I going to go to 100 now because I owe Rent or something. I don't know how to explain it. So yeah, I, get, I mean it's that's like kind really, of like
1: a high because but that's it,
0: really bad. Because then I don't progress. I just like always survive.
1: It's also yeah. It's like a cycle.
0: Fuck. I yeah. mean, what is your biggest high of 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 starting comedy, and what's your biggest low? Do you think that you've uh, felt and, and you know why was that it's so? probably
1: the same night. Um, the the biggest high I've I've had was. I got this awesome opportunity to uh, perform in the main room at the comedy store. And I got to, to, to host an open for Dane Cook and Melissa Senor, Mark Marin, and Ornie Adams, who are all fucking killers.
0: Right. What the fuck podcast, Dane Cook, obviously. Yeah, holy huge shit.
1: names. And um, so huge opportunity. Major high. Um, but I was also so green. I think I've been doing stand-up for six months. And... Uh, and so it was also a low because I bombed so bad. <laughs> so it was like this awesome, epic moment. I'm like, I mean, the pictures look amazing, but and everyone sees these pictures and they're like, "Holy shit, this is awesome! Look at Caitlin!" And really, I'm just up there like flop sweating, like, "Please like me," you know? Like it was just so bad. The audience can feel it. Yeah, they could definitely feel it. And then also, I mean, I just, I've, I've realized seriously, the power of the mind is so important. At, before I went and did that show, all I could think of was like, just don't bomb, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not the attitude to have. No, you want to be like, I want to fucking kill.
0: I'm going to kill.
1: I'm going to kill. Character thoughts. Even you know? if I said, I want to kill, that's still better than just don't Bomb, you know? Because
0: now you're just giving yourself pressure of that of that negative rather than right. the positive. Right. It's
1: pushing away a negative, which just brings the negative to you. Right. And there's no exclusion in this universe. It's just a completely inclusive universe. And I'm not going to do it any more law of attraction stuff. But here we are. No, it's um, okay.
0: The law of attraction is fine.
1: But um, but it's true. And so now I really like before I'm going up. You know, I'm getting the the jitters. You know, right. I'm getting the all the the shakes, and you know, the adrenaline starts pumping.
0: Bum, bum, and bum, all bum, oh, it's more like my heart is like
1: going crazy. Even at open mics, I get I get really nervous I mean, before that, that going out. I never up. goes away. I I don't know. I hope it does cuz it's really fucking annoying. Well,
0: according to all, all the comedians I talk I'm about, I'm sure there's like, always
1: going to be some level of nerves, right. you are right? But this is, you know, so uh, where was I going with that? Um
0: You're talking about the store. you're going up, you're on right. the mic, you're about to like open, you're It just don't bomb and then
1: Right. So now I'm realizing if I if I say I'm I'm going to kill I'm gonna have fun I'm gonna kill before I go up I always do a thousand times better than what I did that time which was just don't fuck it up <laughs> which is like such so a
0: negative the, standpoint that's such a good lesson as I think Major. This, like just transcends even beyond comedy like
1: anything when
0: you go up and you and you have like a positive mindset instead of thinking like don't get nervous it's rather a you know, whatever happens, happens. Or whatever I'm just happens, to Whatever happens, yeah,
1: exactly. To like almost like set an intention before going and doing
0: something. Like when I go up and talk to like a girl who I think is like very attractive for the first time, I don't go, Jonathan, don't fuck this up. I just go... Yeah, I'm going to get her number, and if not, whatever. Yeah, it's it's just being... It's like, I am the prize, and let's see what the fuck happens.
1: It's being cool with whatever the outcome is. Let's open the
0: Jonathan gift for a second. You know, like, what is going to (laughs) unravel? Is it going to be a little surprise? (laughs) The Jonathan gift. (laughs) That
1: sounds like you're talking about your penis, but... um,
0: I'm talking about my soul. Yeah. But hey, if they think about my penis, too, high five. As long as it's not when it's... Flaccid, you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. No one, you know, nobody wants that. Like,
0: don't think of my of my penis flaccid. The flaccid
1: penises. are Every so Every time I weird. think of
0: my guy penises, like my friends penises, I always think, "What is it erect?" You know. Oh my god. I think that's a legitimate question. I think uh... I think a lot of guys just don't admit that. Like when I look at my friends, the first thing I do is I usually look down. I'm like, "Okay, he has a big dick or not?" I'm like the dick whisperer. I feel. Oh my god. No, I just want to let you know. Okay. This is this is a vulnerable podcast. Why hey, not? I'm. You know what's crazy? A lot of people do think I'm gay, which is... Just, You've got ooh. some gay energy Which is fine You know <laughs> <laughs> The gay energy The GE you're, you're
1: very You're very Very flamboyant In tune with your emotions And
0: that's fine
1: Nothing wrong with that
0: And I don't I don't correct anybody now Because they go Oh you're gay I'm like oh, I have no complaints Whatever You
1: also have a rainbow flag Tattooed on your My arm. brother's
0: gay And I, there's six There's six siblings That I have And there's six of them And so therefore
1: Hey I, you don't have to Explain it to me I am just saying it. if you don't know you I was explaining it for, you, I was explaining oh, it for the camera Understandable well, I the forgot you were here I'm so sorry But if you just saw you walking down the street and you're like hi and you're like hugging people and you've got a fucking rainbow on your arm yeah we're gonna think you're gay
0: that's fine it's funny and then making out with someone like what i thought you were gay and they're like oh these bisexuals it was funny funny as i was uh i was a client meeting two days ago Mm -hmm. and uh you know we're trying to close a deal which is kind of cool and the guy walks out and he's trying to like you know befriend me a little bit right and he's like i love your tattoo i'm like thanks man he's like you know what i have a lot of gay friends and i'm like okay and he's like, I really love the gay community. I really strive for that. I really push for it. You know, like, because the gay community is awesome, dude. And he, like, gave me a high five. And I was like, dude. And you're like, uh, you're, I, was yeah. like I was like, uh, yeah, gay community. And then I thought about it. He's like, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like someone's like, I have a lot of black friends. I'm glad you're black. I'm like, hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you and know, you're like, like, I'm
1: Filipino, but OK. Uh, OK.
0: That's basically right. what happened. I was like, huh. And then I was like, maybe this is why they're going to accept my deal. So that way, like, hey, <laughs> hey I got to take Again, it. Use I'll, what I use. Right.
1: I'll, I'll take the, the diversity hires and you can take the the gay hires. Right. And, I'm, you're not.
0: and I'm qualified, though. That's what matters, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, As exactly. long as you're qualified. Yeah. You know, get in the ways that you want to get in. The this is really good. I, I'm, I'm like learning. What I'm really liking about this is like I'm bringing more people like in the comedy world, especially, and I'm like learning so much. Because I also want to get into comedy, but Mm -hmm. what I'm learning is that I'm more, I love the, the comedy, like, culture. Sure. Like, when I hang out with comedians like Morgan Jay or other people, they're like, Jonathan, you're really funny, because I like throwing bait, Yeah. and then I like they taking it back, and then I like when you throw it back, and then we go at it. Banter. Right? So I call, okay, so I call it, like the muggles like the muggles of the world are people that are not yeah. comedians and their Normals. way of, their way of joking and i love y'all but their way of joking is to put someone down like not oh that's everyone. not everyone but a lot of like my guy friends will be like oh that's fucking stupid or like yeah. they're like or oh, that's just whatever it sounds like
1: you've got asshole friends right <laughs> that's what this sounds like or
0: basically they just don't like throwing anything back
1: well that uh, to be to, to but
0: it's not it's unfair for me to say that. It's because they're not always thinking about the funny and everything.
1: Well, that's uh, to be to actually to your point. One of the reasons why when I got into stand up, I was like, oh, this is home was because my whole life I never really had fr- like I had friends, but not like definitely not female friends. I always was just a bro. Like I always had dude friends all the time. So
0: I'm gonna look at us, bro. What's going on? Yeah, dude. you know what, um, <laughs> what up, bro?
1: Um, <laughs> and uh, and so when I started doing stand up, I was like, oh, these are my people because right. we were just like. It was like we were on the same wavelength for the first time ever in my life. I was surrounded by people who were funny too, and it was like playing. It's like my whole life I've been playing tennis just like against a wall. Yeah. And finally, I had like a partner to play with. That's how I fucking. Feel. I yeah. love the space. Yeah, it's really, it's really cool. Um.
0: But the only issue for me is that I realize that when I go up to the audience, it's like ah. Uh, and then when I have been doing improv, which I just signed up for a Second City class. That's awesome. Holy shit! Like.
1: So you've had a class already.
0: Uh, I did like an intro and then great. I signed up. Great, great, great. I just feel like you know how you're talking about the jeans and stuff.
1: Yeah, if I think it's more for you.
0: I feel like I found. Yeah. Like with stand up, like I get it, and I and I and I love telling stories. But there's something about like improv, yeah. where I don't feel like there's a pebble in my shoe. Yeah. Does that I, make sense? I
1: absolutely like. I'm get still wearing
0: that. the right shoes. But right. they're now, it's more like, more comfortable. It's more, and it's just so much fun because now I can play off someone. I'm like, oh my god, what are they gonna say? Okay, let's see yeah. how we can build this. Let's well, fucking being go. an extrovert
1: and everything. I mean, it's a very stimulating thing, and it's in having a group of people working together to do something. And um, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think maybe your thing is being a writer as much as it is more of like a performer.
0: I am a performer. Yeah, I turn so, on the camera. Let's go. Stand up
1: is. Almost all writing, and then you get to perform it every once in a while, but it's like all writing. Yeah, and because when I
0: write, it's very like dra- dramatic and like yeah. very poetic rather than.
1: than like funny, like jokes, set up, punchline, tag. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I told you this. I was like, when you told me you were gonna take Second City or whatever, I was like, "That's fucking perfect
0: for you." It feels so fucking And you need good. you have
1: you have more energy than humans should have. I mean, you're like a little I don't know chihuahua. Like you're just um, so much just I up here.
0: That's a that's that's and that's improv, so smart. You need that. I'm like a I'm I would like get a, tired. I'm like a spastic flubber, flubber ball.
1: Just bouncing around yes. the room. Yeah. You know the Bringing the, the, the Robin
0: Williams show?
1: Yeah, it's a, it was a movie. It's and a actually, movie. it was an original uh, with uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Jimmy Jim another person. D- yes, he
0: D- also played the nutty professor. Yes. What's that comedian's name? Not Eddie Murphy, the guy that Robin played Robin Williams? No, Robin Williams. Uh-huh. He was doing flubber Uh huh. He was doing a remake of an old movie. Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis, and then Jerry Lewis also did The Nutty Professor. Yes, yeah. See, I know movies, kind (laughs) of maybe. Hey, oh, it's time for the Romeo Show. Remember that? What? Hey, oh, it's time for the Romeo Show. Nickelodeon. Mm, No. And then Romeo decided to play basketball for USC. You know, Little Romeo. Uh, What song did he do? uh, I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, okay. All right. But little <laughs> Romeo. Help me. <laughs> there's so many littles.
1: There's too many littles. You know Or Lil's.
0: Lil's Littles.
1: No T's. Lil Bow Wow.
0: Little Bow Wow. Oh wait, it's, no there's Lil. Lil' Lil Wayne.
1: Lil' Wayne. Lil. <laughs> what are we doing?
0: <laughs> um, no, but are, I I love comedy so much because and you're right about the entertaining thing. One of the the reason why I love this podcast is that I don't really have to fucking edit. And yeah. I don't have the direct. you sure you're
1: not going to edit? This seems really long. How long have we been doing this?
0: Uh, 40 minutes. That's it? Yeah. Dang. No, but I probably will edit a little bit. But I mean, like, when I do, like, a YouTube video mm-hmm. for, like, a client, like, that's easier because now, like, I can direct and I know where the camera's going to be and everything. Right. When I do my own shit, it's like, I have to direct myself plus i have to fucking edit myself plus i'm like writing for myself you're doing
1: it all yourself that's that's what's that's but, what stops me from making stuff myself too cuz i'm like it's just all me i don't want to do all this
0: work but that's why it's so good about like stand up for you that's why i think you're so good is because you're able to do it
1: do it yeah exactly and well, i yeah e- everyone has their it's easy for strength. me cuz it's like i just have to worry about me and this it's very focused and and to me, it's it helps me put all my energy into one thing, which has been very valuable to me. Rather than like splitting my energy, like oh, I'm gonna shoot doing these sketches, and I'm gonna make this, you know, right. Instagram video, and da 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 da, and you know, write this screenplay, and I, that's how I used to kind of operate. And then nothing really ever got done, like completed. Right. Um, whereas with stand up, having one thing that I'm focusing on, can we put a pause on this so I can use the the restroom? Yes, you can. Okay.
0: What do you think? about people who pee in the shower.
1: I don't have any opinion on it. It does not affect me, but I pee in the shower.
0: I pee in the shower too. Okay, thank God, thank God. Yeah. Because, like, I've been doing it because of two things. I was like, it's environmentally safe. It's, like, really good because you save water because every time you flush the toilet... You're wasting seven. three liters of water. Of I don't water.
1: know how people don't pee in the shower. Like, the, just the sound of running water makes me need to pee.
0: And I think people that don't actually, people that say they don't are fucking liars.
1: I, yeah, maybe they're just like, that's gross for whatever Do Pee isn't very dirty either. It's, it's
0: just... I mean, it depends on the shower too, though. Like, if it's like a bathtub shower and there's like mold everywhere, Aah! I'm not going to do that.
1: Yeah, but this is my own shower and it's clean and it's my place. My shower's pretty it. clean too. I pay fucking a lot of money how much do
0: you pay like twelve hundred dollars a month no more Thir- than that thirteen fifty mm-hmm. i knew it
1: that's the rent
0: guess how much this place is
1: six hundred dollars
0: six seventy how'd you know
1: just a guess it's a garage <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i have to pay in cash though so i can't like write it off or anything well i would love to write it off i just hope my wait, goal what my whole goal in life is like you still
1: to be able to write it off even if you pay in cash
0: I mean, I don't know. Hopefully at the end of the year, I I really want to move into a new place. I want to have, like, a full-time employee that works with me. And that's, like, so that's, you're talking about law of attraction. That's where I want to go. Last year, my whole goal was, like, I want to book one thing. You know, I moved to L.A. from San Francisco because, obviously, I want to be a fucking entertainer. And luckily, I've been on on so many cool little things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I haven't, like, really grown grown. And so I've had this whole mentality now, instead of thinking, instead of thinking I want it right away,
1: Mm -hmm. I'm thinking
0: of like little goals. Like I want a thousand Uh, views instead of like a million. Account,
1: like actual accomplishable.
0: Right. That's a word, right? Uh, Um, Things. Yes. That's very wise. And I wanted, and I booked, uh, and I wanted to book a commercial, just one. And And I booked a national commercial at the end of the year. That's awesome. And, and. This year, what I really want to do, like, of course, in the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm going to fucking make a million dollars this year and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, right. And now just like, okay, I'm going to hone it down. And all I want to do besides, you know, fucking grow this motherfucking podcast sure. to like a thousand average listeners every single episode yeah, is to pitch a show to a fucking studio. That's a big one. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I just signed up for a writer's boot camp. That's cool. That, like, does that, like, helps that. But, like, I'm very fucking nervous. I mean, do you ever get nervous? Basically, I'm saying this. Like, do you ever get nervous with your own goals and your own timeline? Or, like, how do you deal with that?
1: I think at this point now, I've had so many cool experiences that I had nothing to do with the orchestrating of. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, things line up and work out for me without me having to do anything. Right. Um, meaning, like, I'm not having to you know, cold call people, email people, you know, manipulate things and do other, you know, like a perfect example is I'm going to New York next month. And it was, uh, I'm a freelance producer, uh, for Made.
0: Buzzfeed. Yeah. Uh,
1: well, it's Taste Made, different company, but same, same vibe. Okay, same sorry, vibe sorry, sorry, just to sorry. be clear, yeah. different company, but, um, but same kind of, uh, right. setup. And, uh, and I've been wanting to go to New York for a long time. And I get a an email from them saying, hey, there's an event in New York. Like, they hit me up. I didn't have to, like, email them and be like, are there any gigs available? Like, right. they just email, hey, there's an event in New York. Um, you know, we think that you'd be good for it. And it ended up being right after my birthday, which is really just fucking cool. And I'm getting to go to New York for free. They're giving me... I'm only working two days, but I told him, hey, is there any way I could stay an extra couple days? They're oh, like, sure. Wow. So they gave me a hotel for four days. Wow. Giving me a per diem for all four days, even though I'm only $200 working. $200 a
0: day, which is good, hopefully. No,
1: 55 bucks a day, but still.
0: That's really good still. You can and buy hel- you know how many halal well, guys you can buy? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, the point being, it's just for like food and all my Ubers are paid for. Like literally, I'm getting a, f- not even free, I'm getting paid while I'm there to do this event. Right. Good money. And then uh, a friend of mine messages me and she's like, oh, I saw you're going to New York. I just got booked on the show. Um, while you're here, you should message the you know message the mm-hmm. booker. I do. I end up getting booked, and of course, this. The comedy club is on the same block as the event that I'm working.
0: Law of attraction.
1: Dude, I'm not kidding. This is like seriously how and I didn't do any of this. I like ag- I, I messaged the booker. That was it literally was just me being, all I did was I went, "Hey, I'm going to be so and so told me to message you. I'm going to be there February 21st and I'd like a spot. Here's my tape." I, I th- cool, you're booked. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> it was so I've,
0: easy. I think this is like a big like lesson of like preparation means opportunities like you work on your craft, craft, craft and opportunity shows up yes, and you're prepared. And you take it. And you're prepared yes. to say yes,
1: right? So
0: this is where gambling gets me wrong. Is I gamble, and then an opportunity shows up, and I'm like, "Fuck, I can't." And you do missed it, it right? right? So you have to be you're prepared. You're self sabotaging right, yourself, right? Exactly.
1: Um, and that comes from a self worth thing, knowing that you deserve to have the things that you want. Right. And you gambling is essentially you yourself being like, "No, I don't deserve those things." But
0: that's why you inspire me a lot, is because. You found something that you that you found home, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm always prepared for any opportunity right. that comes into comedy or stand-up in general. Right,
1: and stand-up has given me so many opportunities that are really, really cool. Even even uh, producing for Tastemade, which is like the coolest job. I get flown around the country to film food on my phone. Fu- like, it's the coolest job, and that happened because I met a comedian at the Laugh Factory um, who is a producer there. And he saw what I was doing with the Laugh Factory. He was like, we're always looking for producers. And before I know it, I'm...
0: Bing, bada, boom. Let's fucking make again, shit happen. Again, so
1: easy. Just landed in my lap and I've gotten to travel over. And you're able to say,
0: yes, that's yes, the thing. Yes, exactly. You and can't be in your room all day. You know what I'm saying?
1: I mean, do what's in front of you, but just find, find ways to, to stay happy. Find ways to be happy Are you and happy? appreciate. I'm very happy. I'm very happy and very Aww. satisfied. I'm very, um, I'm satisfied. Pe- I'm satisfied, you know, I'm happy and eager for more. I'm, I, I'm very optimistic about where things are going, which is huge. Cause if you'd known me a few years ago, I was the most pessimistic,
0: angry little bitch. <laughs> I mean, I can still get that vibe out of you.
1: I mean, I still have those moments. I'm, no one's going to be up here all the time. Uh, I definitely have grumpy, shitty moments, but, um, No, overall, I'm just very happy with where I am because I know that I'm on the right path. It feels like I'm in in the right place at the right time, and I'm actually enjoying what I'm having to do. Right,
0: and I love it that you're 31 years old because it showcases (laughs) that, hey, no, it's really good, but it showcases that everyone has their own journey. Yeah. I mean, one thing that you almost said was, like, peace. And see, what I believe...
1: Yeah, that too. What
0: I believe is that... I'm at peace
1: about everything. What I
0: believe is that, like, happiness is, like, whatever. I mean, like, I don't think that you can find it I think it just happens because it's a feeling, but I know that one thing that you can sort of control a little bit is peace. Yeah. Like doing things in your life and like cleaning or fucking reading books or whatever that mm-hmm. can give you a sense of peace, and then through peace, you can deal with any emotion that comes into play. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suffered through mad depression and like PTSD, so like it's a little harder sometimes, but at least doing the things consistently that can. Get my mind at least a little bit clear. Yeah. Helps when those like triggers happen.
1: I do think that being happy is a choice, um, because everything. Oh that really? Ma- you do. Yes, because do. everything just, that you. happens in your life, you have the choice of how you choose to look at something. So you can choose to, you know, you break your glasses, right? You could choose to be like, "This sucks. Now I got to go get new glasses." That's a negative way of looking at the situation. Or you can say. Hey, cool! I needed new glasses anyway. Or now I get to pick out a new pair. Now I get a new style. This is cool. You're choosing for everything that you do throughout your day in your life. You're making choices constantly. Oh wow! So what I... choices are you making? Well,
0: I see. I see it as a choice of like positivity and peace, but I don't think it's a feeling of happiness.
1: Well that like leads to happiness though. Okay, because that peace, leads to ha- okay. peace is happy. That, okay, so you're talking in about In order leading. to be okay. happy, you have to be peaceful. If you're anxious, you're not gonna be happy. Interesting. Peace is the foundation for happiness. And the more that you are looking at things in a positive way, the happier you get.
0: I mean I I, I hear that. Again, I'm all about like positivity and kinda like seeing mm-hmm. seeing the silver lining and everything. That's why I don't like to judge people and say like I like to look at someone and be like, I love your shoes, instead of like those yeah. fucking shoes suck. Right. <laughs> that would be such a dick move. Just like, walk up to
1: someone. And, These know. shoes suck.
0: I'm still struggling with that. I don't know. I mean I hear you. I believe in like trying to see the positive and everything, but I still don't know if happiness is something that you control. You know what I mean?
1: You do, but you'll you'll figure it, it, it is. It's it is a it's a choice. But the thing is happiness is a feeling.
0: Right, but positivity is a choice.
1: Some things are going to be easier to feel happy about than others because you don't have resistance on some things like you do with others.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
1: Right? So most people would agree that getting into a car wreck is bad. But that doesn't mean But that doesn't mean that it necessarily is bad. It could mean that you end up getting a new car out of it, or you end up getting, like, I've seen this happen to people. They'll get into a car wreck, and they end up getting a new car out of it, or they end up getting a lot of money out of it that they needed, or, like, you know, something ends well, up well, happening. Well,
0: that's such think mean, when I got into my car accident, like, I have a scar and everything. I mean, the only positive thing was I had friends who were, like, there, I guess.
1: Well, it's, again, it's all how you look at it.
0: Okay, I'll give you that. I can give you that. I'll say like I agree with always having like the po- like looking for the the positivity and everything. Mm-hmm. Also, when
1: you start paying attention to how you're thinking about things, because your your thinking is gonna is what creates the world around you. It's how you see the world is through your own thought process. Right. Right. Um, you know,
0: thoughts come b- come before feelings. So they did a study. of Yes, that.
1: yes, absolutely. Thoughts come before feelings. So like, I, I definitely the,
0: do agree in a, some sense.
1: The feeling is a response to the thought, and right. you have control over your thoughts. This is why you meditate, because you are essentially <laughs> I'm, no. I'm serious. This is no, what, no. Sorry, yeah.
0: I don't listen to. I'm just sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. Oh. I, and over Christmas, my mm-hmm. whole family we like to debate about the weirdest things. Like, sure. Is art, you know, whatever, what is truly art and stuff. Mm-hmm. We had like a long debate about what comes first, thoughts or feelings. And holy shit, it got, like, fucking heated. We're, like, we're screaming at each other. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, go on, go on. So this sounds like the feeling was anger. Um, no, I mean, it's it's just, like, us college Filipino kids trying yeah. to all do each other yeah. pretentiously. But anyway, we started talking about meditation.
1: So meditation, um, I basically... As you go through your day and the more that you start thinking about things, you're you're building momentum in certain directions of all kinds of on different subjects. Mm-hmm. Meditation is like clearing the slate so that you start off on a good foot and therefore it makes it even easier for you to stay positive.
0: Oh shit. Okay. It's like
1: clean it's like cleaning the slate and so you're starting from like just like bare you know like yeah. ground zero or whatever every day. Like the and
0: foundation th- you've set up the foundation is positive.
1: Yes. Because our natural stasis as humans is happiness and positivity. That's why fe- That's why being sad doesn't feel good. That's why yeah. being angry doesn't feel good. Anxiety doesn't feel good. It's because it's not our natural state of where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be happy.
0: I mean, according to Dr. Keltner of Human Emotion and um, Psychology, it's like, you're absolutely right, where well, happiness increases dopamine mm-hmm. and increases endorphins. So that's... Right. Or you feel really good.
1: And that feels amazing to be happy. The strongest erections
0: happen because of that. Hey.
1: So if you think about it, um, you know, it's it's our natural state to be happy. So anything that you're doing to prevent that is always you doing it by your thoughts.
0: Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. High five. I agree with that. So it's a
1: lot to think about. um, But, you know, at the very least, if I could tell anybody, because I really have turned my life around in so many ways, but more, most importantly that I'm happy and satisfied in my life um, is just a conscious effort to try to be positive as best you can I and then that. to appreciate as much. I love this uh, analogy. Um, I'm a big Abraham Hicks fan. If anybody oh, knows really? who yeah, they yeah, yeah, are. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is one of their uh, kind of analogies or stories or whatever. Imagine that you live in a city and it's perfect. Everything about it The amount of people that live there, the weather, it's got perfect infrastructure, great sidewalks, you know, public transportation. It's the best city that has ever existed. Except there's a pothole on 4th Street or whatever. One pothole. Now, this is what humans do. We focus on the pothole. And so they go, hey, where do you live? Oh, I live in the the best city in the world. Except for that pothole... Literally, when you talk to people, hey, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Except for I just got out of this car wreck, and I, I owe money to the IRS. We just we go straight to the pothole. And Abraham talks about don't focus on the pothole. Focus on all the other shit that's great. You know, like you might have you know an injured knee. You might have I don't know. You're having a fight with your mom. You might have these things that aren't feeling really good right now. But there is a lot of shit that is going well. That focus on that shit and say thank you for this. Well, this stuff will get figured out. But right now, this stuff is working, so let's at least appreciate that this stuff's working, right? I love that. So don't focus on the
0: pothole. Don't focus on the pothole. Um, okay, we're almost done. Okay, which cool. Is, which is really cool. Thank you for that. That's.
1: I hope that uh, no, it gonna, resonates with someone. That's a
0: highlight that I'm gonna definitely put on the the spill the pho highlights on Instagram. Awesome. Fuck yeah, that was really great. Cool. Um, I believe that like every single person in the world, there's always some positivity behind that, and I think that's mm-hmm. and I felt that energy from you. And I want to tell... Same,
1: how we met. Yeah. I yeah. Wanna, can, I, can I explain, <laughs> yeah. like, how we met? Which Absolutely. is really
0: cool. So... It's cute. How it all happened was um, I was trying to get into comedy, mm-hmm. and I found pretty funny women on fucking Instagram. I don't know what happened. I also
1: run her page, too, by the way. So that's funny that... Yeah. Of all the... Yeah.
0: And then I saw her, and I was and I was like, this girl is so fucking funny. Lisa's the teacher. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I know that she only mentors women, mm-hmm. but I'm going to email her to see, like, how I can get started. Right. I don't know why. And
1: uh, she does get messages from men a lot right. about the same thing. They're like, "Uh, is there any, you know, do you do anything for men too?" And she'll, you know, I think she'll help guide in, in the right direction, but that's not her thing. She's women only for the most part. Yeah.
0: And so I don't even know what propelled me, but I her emails there, so I emailed her and I was like,
1: "Inspired action." Yeah, sorry, I, was, I was
0: like, "Hey Lisa, um, you know, I just moved from San Francisco. Do you have any websites or any like materials? I know you only do women, but I was just wondering." Like, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Right. And I, I think I emailed like five other people too. Right. She's the only one that got back to me. And when she did, I went in capital letters, Jonathan style. Yes, I fucking, you use the F word. I fucking love you. You're amazing. <laughs> so Jonathan. You're hilarious. Like all, everything was in capital letters, smiley yeah. face, emojis, emojis. Right. And then she responded back like, oh, you're so funny. You know, go to a show for free. Oh, Here's the tickets. Oh, that's so
1: sweet of her. I didn't know that she did that. Yeah. That's and cute. I was like, oh,
0: this is dope. I didn't read the material, but it wasn't for that Saturday. It was like, oh, two, the, it was like two Saturdays later. Uh, but I didn't read that, so I arrive.
1: That was the night that I was there.
0: Right, and I was like, hey. I was like talking to people. I'm like, I'm Jonathan. And they're like, you're not on the list. And then I saw Lisa, and I'm like, I'm the email guy. And she's like, oh my God. So we gave each other a hug. Right. And then I turn around, and there you are. I don't know what the fuck happened, <laughs> but I was like... Hey, you just, you, dude. Yeah. You <laughs> what happened? Like, I forget. Can you tell me what happened? I
1: mean, from what I remember, I was just standing there, and you just walked up, and you are like, "Hi, I'm Jonathan, and I think we're going to be friends." It was just like so, like just like that, and I was just like, "Okay," <laughs> and then he gave me a huge hug, and you were just so like happy and positive, and and I was just like, "All right, I guess I'm going to be friends with Jonathan now." And then we just fucking and that was it. And we like, brought me to the
0: back room, and I met all the other comedians, and I was like, "This is my fucking home."
1: I, mean, I brought you to the back room. Yeah,
0: you brought me to the back room where all the other comedians were.
1: I vaguely remember those. The
0: Brazilian guy, the oh, Indian Raffy. guy. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, so I think that was probably the first time where you're like, oh, I like I like this scene. This comedy scene is cool. And then what the fuck happened? How did...
0: Oh, and then we went to the ramen place. Right. D- did I DM? How did that happen? I think I just I, DM'd you. No, you just you. texted
1: me. Because somehow we got each other's numbers, I think. Because you said you were feeling sad and you needed to do something with a friend or something like that you're like i've been having a really shitty day and i was like dude me too let's go eat some food and so we went and got ramen boom and
0: the rest is history the rest, and then i yeah holy shit i missed you so fucking much over the holidays I know. Ah, it's, it's hard when you. we're
1: so busy dude yeah, it's like I, know. I, I don't want anybody to ever think that i i don't love them just because i'm not no it's fine because we're
0: dancing around and you know we're hard. trying and i'm doing improv nows and you're doing your yeah. thing so but i'm still in the comedy scene like i Morgan that lives That
1: is nice You get to see each other at shows yeah. So that's good Yeah
0: Morgan's around the corner So like I we, I hang out at his place All the time oh, We work together good
1: So you know his roommate Pat? Yeah I love him too yeah, They're to such plenty. good people
0: um, So this is the last question That I normally ask everybody Okay And what I mean normally ask everybody It's something that I just started last week Okay <laughs> um, sure But I want to try it out um, Okay Can you tell us What does your perfect day look like?
1: Oh my perfect day—it's yeah. um, a day off, okay. so like no, no, uh, no work. Um, as far as like you know, yeah, job work.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, some form of exercise,
0: okay.
1: Preferably outdoors. Pilates. Oh, no, outdoors like uh, going for a hike or something on a nice day like today. I'm so excited to get home after this, just because it's so it's like 83 degrees and sunny outside, and I have a pool. So anything where I'm getting to be outside, spending some time at the pool, going swimming, and being with friends. Um, and then just eating amazing food all day.
0: Mm. And. What's an amazing food, like sushi?
1: It, whatever I'm feeling in the moment. Okay. But I just like good food, you know. Right. Not um, like a hamburger. Right. I mean, if it's a hamburger, I want a good hamburger. Right, Like, right, I want right. like a bone marrow burger or something amazing. Eureka. Oh, fuck. It
0: sounds so good. Um, oh, my God. My mouth is watering right now.
1: And then a nice date with a gentleman at night.
0: Ooh. Get a
1: little lovin'.
0: Get a little lovin'.
1: And then sleep and, cuddle with, and then sleep and cuddle with that with that person.
0: Yeah, cuddling is always cool.
1: But as long as I get to fuck first.
0: Yes. Sometimes do you ever rush sex just so you can cuddle?
1: Absolutely not.
0: Okay, that, okay. I
1: cool. rush sex because it's if it's not good. I'm like, let's wrap this up. I'm I'm done.
0: Yeah, I like that too.
1: Yeah. But uh, no.
0: I'm just thinking about the last person. Stop it. I don't uh, uh, know. I don't
1: I'm on a good I'm on a good role in that department. I in fact, that. I've actually been pretty celibate. Really? Yeah.
0: I've been celibate too For like a few days
1: Good for you man <laughs> It always starts with the, Not to say that cel- Celibacy is great or anything But it's just
0: I was, every, every I really
1: haven't been uh, Fucking around
0: Every few months Or weeks or whatever I always develop A new resolution The resolution is always this I'm not gonna sleep With anybody I don't like And then I always, always. Fuck that up Yep And uh,
1: Cause there is no exclusion In this universe Only inclusion
0: Yeah especially if you're a dude It's like oh it's there Fuck my life. When will I get this again? I mean, I'm not like a tall six foot one model. So it's like. No. You know, so like, hey, hey, you know, but, you know, know. I've been trying to be more. So how can people uh, find you, uh, Caitlin?
1: Uh, Instagram, mostly at Caitlin Allen. I also host a show, like I mentioned earlier, every Monday night at 9 p.m. in Studio City at a really cool bar called The Oyster House. Um, we don't sell oysters, so don't get your hopes up in that department. But yeah, that
0: fucking sucks. It's a
1: free show, and we have drink specials, and we have like the best comics every week. I would love to have you guys come out. It's and really funny. It's a lot of fun and good times, and uh, that's it. If you're in New York, I will be performing at the Broadway Comedy Club, uh, February twenty first at ten p.m. and
0: uh, Hopefully, this this podcast is out by then.
1: Oh, you don't think it'll be out by then? I don't know. So I'm I three fucking weeks away, bro.
0: I have like. Like, I line a bunch of up.
1: Okay, well... I don't know,
0: maybe... Because I don't know if I should put the Seeking Arrangement Girl up yet.
1: Well, figure it out, but... Well,
0: February 21st, Caitlin is Allen passed. is a really amazing individual, and I'm really happy that we're friends, Thanks. and I learned a lot today. So, Caitlin Allen, C-A-I-T-L-Y-N... I-N. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, you spell Everybody your, does it. Spell your Instagram so we don't fuck this up.
1: C-A-I-T-L-I-N-A-L-Y-N.
0: Follow her. She's going to be big. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Remember, you can watch the highlights. at Bill the fa And uh, my Instagram, Duga Jonathan. I love you all. Bye. Bye. I'll drive you home. Really? Yeah. Oh, please. cool. I got a lot of things to do today, and uh, it's perfect.